In this episode of the podcast, I'm sitting down with Matthew Jordan Smith. We're gonna be talking about AI as it applies to professional photography. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am your host, Frederick Van Johnson. You guys are in for a treat today because I get to sit down with a photographer that I have admired for many, many years. I can I consider him a mentor of sorts. Uh, if I could just, you know, switch gears and be him, I would be him. <laughs> be, be shooting like he shoots and just living the, the, the Matthew Jordan Smith life. But in this conversation, it's not specifically about f-stops, shutter speeds, Nikon, composition, all, lighting, all the things. We're going to be talking about future stuff. And in this case, it's all about AI or artificial intelligence. And is it is the coming wave of AI a threat to professional photographers? Is it a tool that that pros should embrace moving forward? Or does AI even care what you think about it and is gonna evolve and keep evolving regardless of what you or I think? So Matthew, welcome to the show, man. How are you doing? It's good being here. It's very, very good being here. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me and have me on the show, be back on the show, it's great. Yeah, no, it's it's always a pleasure. I always, uh, you know, some people you talk to, you just, you know, you click with, and the ideas just start flowing, and that's that's what happened to us. We started, we, you know, inside baseball, we started to record this episode. What it was an hour ago, something like that. Hour and. <laughs> And we just been we should have recorded that entire talk, conversation. Exactly, you should have, man. We yeah. definitely should have. <laughs> We've been talking about everything from it was fantastic. Uh, yeah, but AI, we're talking about AI and business and all that stuff. So this is this is really good. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Um, oh, thank you, man. This is uh, all the way already. <laughs> yeah, all all the way from Tokyo, no less. You're you're in Tokyo yes. as we record this. I'm in California, um, which is a good segue into technology. Technology is allowing us to do this. And what was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. You and I were talking about just AI, and I sent you a couple links, yes. and we were specifically around Linza and some of the controversy around the new app Linza that's out there, and how some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people think it yes. is the harbinger of doom that is going to destroy all things photography. It is infringing on artists' copyrights and all the things. And other photographers say, you know, it's it's a freight train coming. Either get on it or get out of the way. But it ain't stopping its momentum. Before we dive into any of that stuff, Give us the kind of for the folks that may not be familiar with with Matthew Jordan Smith. What is your your elevator pitch? Who are you, and what kind of work do you shoot? <laughs> Aside from you know, pay no attention to all the magical shots behind him, but <laughs> tell us tell us about your the body of work that you that you've built over the years, and you know what makes you qualified to teach people about photography as you do all the time. Well, I've been doing it now for over 35 years, making a living as a photographer. I shoot predominantly uh, celebrity fashion and beauty. Uh, that's all I've done my entire career. I absolutely love it. I'm based in Tokyo now, started my career in New York. Uh, but uh, before COVID, I was going back and forth almost every month uh, between New York, LA and Tokyo. Um, 
since COVID, I've been more here in Japan, mm-hmm. but now things have finally opened up and celebrities are coming here. I had uh, uh, some people come over already, been shooting them while they come over. And I see that as being a big new part of my business, shooting celebrities that come to Japan. Um, it's a brand new thing, but I love it. Been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I've done some very interesting things since I've been here. I made history last year as being the first photographer ever to be allowed to live in the Olympic Village and photograph the athletes and document life in the Olympic Village. Wow. Um, totally different from fashion, beauty, but um, it, it kind of plays into celebrity in that way. And it was fantastic. It changed my life going to the Olympic Village. It made me actually get back into working out. Um, mm. <laughs> and since that time, I've dropped like 70 pounds just like, you know, from working out constantly now that I'm, I'm in that space again. So, yeah, that was kind of cool. That's great, man. That is, that is great. Yeah, I need to I need to follow your lead and, you know, it's starting to start. Oh, to you, see you've always been like, you know, slim and trim. So, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just been, I was skinny. I was a skinny kid naturally. But, you know, as the gravity and age kind of show up, you know, a little inner tube <laughs> is starting to make an appearance. I got to get on top of, you know, <laughs> yeah, it goes. Good thing, that's why I wear a lot that. of black and you only see me from the waist up. <laughs> down here i'm like out here um yeah let's let's talk about this ai stuff in specific you know starting with with just an overall look at ai and what is linza yeah i was telling you yesterday i was having this conversation a while back with one of the image scientists at skyloom corporation and at the end of you know how i do at the end of these interviews i ask okay what's next and what's future facing and that sort of thing and i asked him that question and this was this was years ago maybe two three years ago or more but i asked him that and he said well you know in this ukrainian accent you know he goes he goes um in the future you will be able to type a line of text describing a scene and the computer will render that scene based on what you wrote. And, uh, you know, in my outwardly, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Inwardly, though, I was thinking, BS. That ain't, that's, that's not, not happening. That's, that's not happening. That's sci-fi. That's science never fiction. Yeah. Maybe on the USS Enterprise, you could say, computer, make me a picture of a beach with people exactly. on Exactly. And now you can do it. I mean, we're in 2022 as we record this, about to step into 23. Yes. And yes. these these AIs are doing new things every day. Like you and I were talking from images to you know, masking like with Adobe and the, you know, the masking features, the AI masking features they have in there, text like that app I, I shared with you, uh, writer, yep. you know, writer. doing copy. There was one I just saw earlier today. I forget the name of it. I'll put it in the show notes, but it was another one that put a beautiful user interface on creating virtual art one block at a time where you create a block of art. Like you describe a scene, like, I don't know, palm tree in the middle of the desert with a panda underneath it or something. And it would render a square with that scene. But then you could take a bounding box and move it to the left or, you know, somewhere around it and extend the scene out there by describing something additional. And you just keep doing that until you have this canvas 
of a quote original art. Now, some people would argue that is that original because it's pulling original? from yes. it's pulling from source files to do this and do that and all that. So there's that legality that I want to talk about with you. But what do you think about that tech from someone who is you like you you've been shooting forever oh, and now we forever. have this thing showing up? What what do you think? No, it's funny. I first thought like, wow, this is this is kind of crazy. But then I went to think back about the beginning of photography. And when the beginning of photography, artists were concerned that, oh, this is going to destroy art, painting, and you know, what's it going to do? I think we've always had that fear when something new comes out. And I get it. You know, especially now, there are concerns for sure um, about privacy. That's one thing for sure. But in terms of going forward, I don't think we can be really afraid to to jump on and and go deeper into it because i think you know the genie is out of the of the bottle here and it's not going back in she's not going back in at all um i think that's important to understand as much as we can about it but to be early adapters because what i've seen in the past it's those who are early adapters who do very well and i don't want to be left behind Mm -hmm. i remember the change from film to digital, or the addition to digital. Mm-hmm. And many were afraid to make that leap, and many did not, and they became dinosaurs, and we don't mm-hmm. want to be dinosaurs. Yeah, I think, yeah. you know, it is exciting to be here and living in this time and see what's possible. Yes, I get it, you know, things being pulled from source files, and maybe that will get, you know, figured out in the wash, but we need to understand it right now and what's available to us and how we can use it to our advantage. It's another tool. Every time another tool comes out, everybody is afraid. I think it's just human nature to be afraid, but then some take it, maybe the people who are younger, take it and see it for all the possibilities mm-hmm. and jump on board. Yeah. And I think that too is exciting right now. I get yeah. it. Like the first time I saw, like, you know, Linza, for example, the first instant, I'm like, oh, this, how is this possible? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was a celebrity who told me about it. And, and she was here in Japan. And she's like, you've got to see this thing. And in, in the moment, I'm like, okay, yeah, I've got to understand this. And, and, and turns my pictures into this Linza type of, of art. And it was exciting. And I don't, I'm not sure if I've ever seen anything take off that fast. I mean, mm-hmm. around the globe, I think Linza like kind of has, has broken the speed limit for catching on. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of AI, I I think you know, as scary as it is, we can't be scared where we do nothing right. or go back to what we know because don't that's it. the past. You know, you can't mm-hmm. ignore it. You can't ignore yeah. it. It's like so. ignoring. It's like ignore. You know, I smell smoke. And I see a little light coming out of the closet. I'm just going to ignore it. It'll probably go away. <laughs> the writing is on the wall. Can you it read? is. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? You, you mentioned something that that uh, is really poignant, and that's you know the sort of the age quotient. And I would flip that with 
the the idea that right now as it stands this lensa and this ai technology is young it is so relatively speaking it is brand new young it is young like the first digital cameras we were talking about like canon 10 d's remember the canon 10 yes. d with its postage stamp size very, lcd very well yeah so we're there that's where ai is now and it's but it's not going to take it to three decades or whatever to go from from the Canon it's 10D much faster now. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go from 10D to Nikon Z9 in a couple of in years a flash. in a flash. Yeah. And those who aren't embracing it are, you know, I'm not saying you're going to fail, but. It's not going to be something. It's like it's like ignoring social media. Yeah, I'm not going to get on social media. The, you know, people that say that I don't get on social media. I'm an anti-social media person. You know, I'm not doing that for whatever reasons. You're still going to get up in the morning. The sun's still going to rise, and you know, you're still going to pay your taxes and all the things. But there are going to be people that capitalize on it and build giant audiences and build training courses Absolutely. and clients are going to start asking for it. And it's going to become the path of least resistance to doing certain things like we were talking like AI to switch the gears over to writer R Y T E R. I think it's R Y T E R dot AI. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So incredible. I, yeah, Incredible you put AI. Yeah, this, you played with it. Describe what oh, writer. And, writer and just does. one day playing around with it blew me away. You know, you tell the idea that you want to write about, and it spits out text for you that's better than I could write. Or maybe I'll spend like you know two hours trying to write you know a story. It does it in like seconds, and it 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 blew me away to see what this can do. Yep with text, with mm -hmm. an idea. I can give it all the all the elements, all the ingredients, and then it makes this amazing meal. Yeah. That's impressive. It's it's crazy. Yeah, I demonstrated writer at during a talk at uh, NAB, the last National Association of Broadcasters yes. conference in uh, Las Vegas. And I was on stage and I did it live. Luckily, you know, we had internet connection and all that. So I did it live <laughs> and which, you know, could have gone sideways, granted, but it didn't. And I get up there and I said, OK, let's let's say that you need to write a blog post about NAB. Now, what is NAB to people that don't know about it? So in the basically in a text field, you describe what you want or there's a, a, a UI where you say, OK, I want a blog post and you give it. A, a brief description about what it is you wanted to write about. And I literally wrote in there, um, what did I say? Uh, something like write me, create a uh, beginner's guide to NAB or an introduction to NAB blog post. And I didn't even say what NA, the acronym NAB was. I just said, give me the, the introduction to NAB blog post. And I, I think it, at the tip, at the time, I think the UI may have changed a little bit, but it asked you kind of what style you wanted in, like chipper or serious yes. or business. And I picked something in the middle and I said, I wanted three variants of it. Go. That was it. It wrote. That's it. It wrote this very, and it said, uh, 
if you're considering, I, I'm paraphrasing, but if you're considering uh, attending the National Association of Broadcasters, Broadcasters Conference in Las Vegas, also known as NAB, you should be prepared for the crowds because COVID is happening and blah, blah, blah. But the conference is targeted at people who do this. It was perfect insanely well, it, amazing like 80 85 to 90 percent there so i took that i could take that and copy second. very easily and fix it put my own little stank on it you know <laughs> publish it <laughs> that's it you know and i was like you know in the days you and i both grew up in the era where it's okay yes. i gotta i gotta write this paper or whatever where do i start blank sheet blinking cursor or worse yet blank piece of typing paper in the typewriter. <laughs> so, okay, go. Luckily I have a, you know, I can delete in backspace. Um, yeah, and now we're here where these things are just doing doing for us. But is is that good though? So, here here's here's the devil's advocate side of this. Does in the context of of writer doing the work for me, basically, does that mean I'm going to become a worse writer because now I can do it for me? Like, I don't need to, like focusing back in the day with my old Nikon F3, I had to focus and bring the split prism together and get it locked in. You get good at it over time and understand how to get a sharp shot. Now that's out the window. No one even cares about split prisms anymore. You tap that shutter button, whatever that camera's pointing at is gonna be locked into focus and you know, more often than not, the subject and the nearest eye on the subject is gonna be perfectly sharp every single time, meaning I don't need those skills of the split prism anymore. So is that a bad thing that I don't need that? Or is that just technology? Well, here's another thing is, does it matter? Right, yeah, I mean, right. Does it matter? Uh -huh. Like, okay, does it matter if, you know, you're a better photographer now because you have these amazing cameras that we didn't have, like, you know, 10 years ago, 30 years ago? Does that matter now? When you look at the image, does that matter? When you see the text, you know, let's say somebody wrote a book with AI. That might be what happens next. Mm -hmm. If it's an amazing book, will we care if it's done through AI versus a writer? You know yeah. who's, who's mm -hmm. spun a story yeah or maybe you have a story but you don't you're not a writer you can't you know you don't have that magic spin but now all of a sudden your idea comes to life in a different way yeah maybe it will spawn new a new breed of writer right yeah who knows yeah it's so much there i mean it's 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 kind of like when science fiction meets science fact or reality, because I start, my, this is where my brain goes, I start thinking of this, again, we're brand new in this technology, and we're seeing vignettes of what's possible, everything from self-driving yes. cars and machine learning to, you know, apps like Linza and Writer that are doing text, and they've got AI doing legal, paralegal type stuff now, and in medicine doing diagnoses, you know, because oh, it, yes, right. Yes, you can trust an AI I mean, to about that more th better than a doctor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because a doctor can, you know, Google something or make look in a mistakes. book, make mistakes or have bias for whatever reason. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not that an AI can have bias, but you know, it maybe not, you know, who knows? Depends on who authored the AI, I guess. But, you know, you look at this and I'm thinking, why 
or when do we get to a point, and this is the scary part of it, when do we get to a point where humans are an inconvenience in that flow? Like, I want to be diagnosed by an AI doctor, you know, or what if a client says, you know what, I need a scene or a shot that looks like A, B, and C for this ad campaign I'm looking at, and I don't want a photographer to do it. I want 30 variations from this AI that will pull it up that then I can choose from. Maybe after that, I'll hire a human to take the, our selection out of that and refine it, but let's start with artificial intelligence. Or in news gathering, why, why do we need humans to write the story for the newspaper if you can just feed it the facts, tell it who the audience is and the tone that you want this thing written in and have it generate the article <laughs> at a certain exact character count it, it, that the it editor is wants. A really, <laughs> an, a really interesting time that we're living in right now. Yeah. And we are at the very beginning of it. So to, to be here living through this time and see what's possible it does blow your mind. So mm -hmm. I get the fear thing as well, because you know I think when anything is brand new, you fear what it could be if it's in mm -hmm. the wrong hands, Yeah, of course. But beyond that fear part, when you think about the possibilities now, it's really incredible. Yeah, there'll be some bumps along the road. There always is with anything brand new. But when you embrace something and then add the thing that makes it special, I don't think that these things are going to kill jobs and kill careers for those who are at the top of the game. Mm -hmm. Because I believe that the most important part of being a photographer is not so much about the image after being you know, a photographer now for 35 plus years, it is about the human connection. Yeah. That's the part that's special yeah. So we can't forget that part of it. I think that will always be amazing and special. And if we can learn to embrace this new technology in some way and then add what we bring to it, it becomes ultra special. Now, yes, there will be bumps along the way as, as we get going in this, bumps along the way as we get going in this. Yeah. But it's the possibilities that's so exciting about this, the possibilities of what we can do and change and and know and do easier or faster and it's not going away yeah no matter how we feel about it it's not going away yeah i mean if you think about the iphone the iphone changed a lot for mm -hmm. people you know maybe it changed you know careers and put people out of business it changed photography it changed the music industry were people scared yeah I yeah mean, the whole music industry had to change yeah. based on you know the ipod iPhone mm -hmm. and music is still around. We're still listening to it. We maybe, maybe we're doing it a different way now, but it hasn't gone away. Yeah. And, you know, for artists, for writers, for photographers, those art forms won't go away. We have another tool, another way for it to evolve. It had to evolve. Photography is, you know, almost 200 years old. So this was coming. Mm -hmm. We've got to, like, you know, look at it right now and say, okay. How can I use this to my advantage? How can I jump on this bandwagon and understand how to use AI and be ahead of the curve? Mm -hmm. We can all get you know down about it and you know talk about the scenario of what what if if this goes wrong, 
We do that all day long. It's not going away. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. just in the short time that we've seen these AI apps come out, there's been a lot of money made already. Already. Yeah. That's, the that's not going away. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it reminds me of uh, my my dad uh, who who passed away a year or so ago. Um, he was the chief. No, he was long since retired. He was long since retired, but he was the chief engineer at WLS TV in Chicago, Channel 7, ABC, right? So he started there on the Oprah Winfrey, it was called the Oprah Winfrey, no, it was called the AM Chicago. AM Chicago was- I remember that, yes. And then it switched to the Oprah show and then Oprah Winfrey show, whatever. Um, But he knew Oprah growing up and down in Mississippi, they went to high school together. But he, he told me one day that, yeah, everybody's mad at me at work, you know, because I'm the guy that has to install these new robotic cameras in the news <laughs> in the news studio and normally they had three camera operators in there at least three on these like floating gigantic cameras you know with their headsets on okay take camera one whatever you know and then they replaced all those with robots or basically automated cameras that somebody in the control room could say go to position a and camera would float over position a and you know then track that that anchor that host or whatever and i was thinking yeah, well, I was just thinking recently, I'm like, okay, that's analogous to where we are now, kind of. There's the yes. people yes. were upset, people lost jobs or had to retrain into different things. But now every station, every modern station on the planet is using that Everyone. technology. And the technology that they were using back then to put on a news program, I remember the software they were using. It was a piece of software called Quantel Paintbox, which was like Photoshop negative 100, right? It's like this, I mean, it was hardware based just to do stupid things like put a Chiron on the screen or a lower third or something. It was uh-huh. all it, like, and I remember him telling me how much that thing cost. It was hundreds of thousands of dollars just to have At this that thing. Point. At that point, and you fast forward to today, like you and I were talking, on a MacBook Pro with an iPhone, or even in many cases, just an iPhone, I could run just circles alone around what they were doing in that studio, you know, for gazillions yes. of dollars a year. So the bar has moved, right? And, the, and imaging, and especially photography in the context of this conversation, the bar is moving, right? In terms of what we can do, what's possible, yeah. And the controversy. So let's let's talk about the controversy next, right? So I feel like I'm going to toss the commercial break, you know. <laughs> Coming up next on This Week in Photo, we're going to dive into the controversy. Um, but seriously, the, the controversy, like we, we kind of touched on a, a little bit in the beginning, is these AIs are pulling images from places. Like, I'm not exactly, yes. I'm no expert on the yes. mechanics of Linza or how it works, but part of the controversy is it, it is replicating artwork from artists, right? From other yes. artists, in some case, pulling in the photos, in some case, replicating their particular style, and then recreating that on your photo and calling it something brand new. What do you think about that? Because you, I think, you, Matthew, you're in a unique position 
from the, to answer this question because you have this gigantic body of work of celebrities no less yes. right who yes. are very yes. particular i would imagine about what gets what happens to their images and who has the rights to their images and all the things that's their bread and butter right so how would this affect them not 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 just uh, celebrities models as well i saw an image yesterday of of an ai generated uh image and I looked at it and like, I know that model. And I look, look of course, she's like, you know, um, in this new look era, otherworldly, but looking at the features of the model, actually she's behind me right now. I saw the picture, I, I know her bone structure, I've shot her millions of times. I'm like, mm -hmm. that's, my friend i i know her the girl here on, on the on the left here mm -hmm. like i knew right away by looking at her face and the structure that behind all that ai in some way she's in there it did feel a little weird for me and mm -hmm. and thinking about it you know and who knows what's going to happen it's going to be a lot of talk about copyright in the future for sure mm -hmm. i mean it is it is scary and i don't know where it's going to go um yes it is pulling images from what ai finds out there yeah there are, are a lot of pictures of celebrities of course out there of of the more famous models that are out there as well it's going to be a very interesting road for for people who are the actual um creators of the work the photographers um, and for the subjects as well. So it'll be very interesting to see where this goes mm -hmm. for all of us. Yeah. Um, rights, usage, all of that, you know, fair usage. It's like the book is being rewritten right before us. Like, and there's no laws out there for this because it's brand new. Yeah. I think that will change too. I think there will be some kind of legislation, I hope, to, to bring this under control. Um, I think about, you know, the use of drones at first before, you know, anybody could, you know, have a drone and fly it anywhere. But even that's changed. You can't fly a drone anywhere uh, <laughs> yeah. in Japan today or, or, or anywhere over an airport. But in the very yep. beginning, you could, you know, anywhere you wanted to. Yeah. It has to, like, you know, go through this iteration of change that we are about to go through um and and figure it all out. We're all figuring it all out as as we go. And this this is going to happen fast. That's the and thing, though. It's it's it is going to happen fast, and is happening fast. And that's a that's a great fast. example, like the drone technology, um, for two reasons. Number one, it, one one thing is scary, and that's yeah. Eventually, the FAA got around to, and other other uh, governments around the world got around to saying, "Oh, okay, we got to do something about these things. We put some gates around them because they're flying yes. and they're interrupting firefighting efforts, and people are landing White on House the, lawn, the White House lawn. You know, so, okay, okay. So we need some. So that was like a, okay, let's let's stop." messing around and put some legislation but that took 10 years well like five, it's seven to yes. ten years to do that yes. ai is moving ai is, is, is evolving lifetimes in days right now so how do how do you 
put laws around something that is constantly redefining itself and growing. Like before we start recording, I use the analogy of, you know, you trip and spill a box full of, of, of assorted gardening flower seeds in your front yard, but they're that's they hyper grow, but they're growing. And now you got a slow gardener that's, yeah, I could be over there maybe in two weeks, you know, but you got these, by the time it gets there, it's the Amazon. Yeah, you're, where's the house? Uh, you know, it's, it's completely covered. So that's the first thing, the speed of legislation uh, or regulation around this stuff. And can you even put this in a box? Can you even, you know, because yeah, it's global. I, I, and you I don't would, think you can. You would need a global cooperation and coordination and all that, almost like crypto, right? To put this I thing. Gonna, I was about to say crypto, like the same yeah, thing. Same it's moving thing. too fast. Yeah. How, yeah. Do you, how do you like reel it in? Right. Again, yeah. it's going to be a very interesting ride. I'm, I'm curious at the like, no, December 2023. What's it going to look like? Mm -hmm. Because that's how fast things are moving. Yeah. I remember going to hear uh, um, the CTO at the time of Microsoft speak. And he was talking about the last 50 years of technology and where we've grown in 50 years. And he said, you know, the next five years is going to move faster than the last 50. And he is right. Yeah. He was right in that statement because you look about the last few years like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's moving extremely fast. And maybe, you know, the way we make laws is outdated because it can't keep up with this with the pace of technology and the way it moves. It's, again, it's going to be a very interesting ride to see where we are and how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. You look at you know, speaking of the speed of technology and how how when when a technology is developed, uh, that technology has the ability to open the doors to other technology oh, that yes. we didn't even know we needed or wanted, like drones. Right. So yes. you've got we talked about this. Like you've got, you know, when Apple came out with the with the iPhones, the they popularized, I don't know if they invented any of this stuff, but they popularized the whole accelerometer in phones so it knows its orientation, the compass so it knows where it's pointing, yeah. the altimeter so it knows how high it is, you know, all these things. All were this stuff. Pioneered touchscreens and capacitive this, that, yeah, all these things were, okay, these are individual amazing technologies that came together to give us this thing, which then born other technologies like Facebook and Uber and, you know, all these other things that we wouldn't have had had we not had these always on connected GPS enabled devices. Exactly. Drones. Google Maps. I mean, Google imagine. Maps. All of it. We'd be still, we'd still be on uh, MapQuest. Remember MapQuest? Yes, I remember very, very well. Uh, yeah. you know, here I am. I live in Japan now. Yeah. But I remember the first time I came to Japan back in 1999. And I don't know how I got around back then. I, I can't remember. I'm like, how yeah. did I find anything without a phone before? You know, you could. was I using maps? And you know, it was the maps were in Japanese. I couldn't do that. How did I get around in Japan before? Yeah. Now it's super easy. I don't care where I am in the world. I don't need a map. I can just, you know, plug it into my phone and get right. there. I went to in, every in state it. in America based on my phone, just plugging it in. I, oh, I want to go here. I'm going to drive there. I went to all 50 states that way. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, that I'll was, tell that you. That was five years ago. 
You went, I was in Japan, uh, I was stationed in Japan in 1989 as a combat photojournalist. Um, so I was there from 89 to 91. Uh, no internet, of course. How do you, you, what, you want to know my secret to getting around Tokyo and finding my way around? How was that? Uh, Japanese girlfriend. <laughs> That, that was my that was you know my what? Google Maps. I think that's probably what I did also to get around. <laughs> that was my map. That was my universal translator. That was that was everything. Yeah, so, the only way to get around <laughs> back then. You know? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And on that on that analogy with um with with drones, right? And how drones were born of iPhone technology, right? Or they were, right? Because yeah. now drones use accelerometers and the digital compass and the altimeter all these things are in drones largely because because drones were they're not new the rc radio control hobby has been around forever my brother used to build rc airplanes in the basement when i was a little you know crumb snatching kid and now you add these new technologies into it now you can do all these amazing things with these drones so i draw a straight line from what happened there to what's happening now so what Will this give birth to? You're right. And the combination. So the combination. So you look at, uh, like I sent you that app, Descript.com. Yes. Right? So Descript will let you even voice print yourself, feed it a script, and it'll read it in your voice. So... Which is amazing. Which is insane. So you say, okay, let's take that bit of technology. Okay, now let's take writer over here, which can write. Let's point the AI at a news feed. Let's make a virtual version of Frederick. Bring these things together. Yeah, using something like, uh, uh, what was it, Unreal Engine 5 or something, which can create these super hyper-realistic environments. Now you can add some smarts into those environments and replicate a human in there. Now you can have an, an entire news program or a podcast that's automated. Or a movie. Or a movie. Yeah, I mean, or a movie. Everything is about to change again. Yeah. And yes... Those things are scary. I get it. You know, it's going to disrupt everything we know. But disruption is going to happen whether we like it or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the way it's always been. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we are in a phase where we knew something was coming. I mean, we, could, we could feel it after 2020 came in that things were changing. And it feels like that was the beginning of change, maybe the COVID was the birth of change in a major way. And we're seeing a different world, you know, coming out of this pandemic, hopefully coming out of this pandemic um, in many ways. And maybe this AI is part of that. Mm -hmm. And what will this give birth to? That's what's exciting, which is why I think as, you know, photographers, artists, we need to jump in and learn to learn all of it learn the mm-hmm. AI, learn what it's capable of doing so we can take it and use it for things that we never thought about before. Yeah. yeah. That's the future. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's, 
there's so many components to it as well because you look at yes, what Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook with the metaverse and you know all the billions of dollars that he's putting into it some would say flushing into it but, but all that money that you know it's some version of this metaverse concept is going to manifest who knows if it's going to be Zuckerberg's vision yes, yes. but it's going to manifest Apple's supposed to be coming out with their their augmented reality glasses tim cook has already said he thinks it's going to be bigger than the iphone in terms of how we approach our world today so and this stuff is coming in the next couple of years or so so like you said as artists the you cannot be a and absolutely you cannot be an artist or a photographer a in this case you can't be someone that says hey i learned how to i know rembrandt lighting and i know how to do this and that and i'm done that's it. I don't need to learn anymore. No, I know Photoshop. No. I know enough of Photoshop to get by I'm, or Lightroom or Capture One or whatever. I don't need any more. I'm good. You have to. The cliche is that whole lifelong learner thing. That is never lifelong. in my mind. It's never been truer than it is today because stuff is moving so fast. And if you stand still, it's like quicksand, right? If you yeah, stay, yeah. you know, if you, or maybe, maybe that's the opposite analogy. Cause if you move in quicksand, you get sucked in. <laughs> so it's like negative that's quicksand. True, opposite. <laughs> you, you stay you still, have, you're done. Yeah. Okay. How about this? It's like being a shark. You, know, you, have to, you have to keep swimming to stay alive. If you stop, yes. you're done. Yes. That's you're exactly done. what it is. You have to keep swimming. You gotta keep moving. Yeah. Because if you don't, yeah, it's over. So definitely, yeah. you know, I know it's scary for sure. But you can't be scared to the point where you become stagnant and do nothing or say, oh, no, this is not for me. We've seen that happen before and we've seen what happens when you stop and and push it off. Yeah. A by goes by you and yeah. you do become a dinosaur yep. and we don't want that so yeah. let's learn what we can let's learn what it can do yes be protective as much as possible for sure uh there will be some hiccups along the way um privacy is a concern right now maybe that would get figured out also in yeah. the wash because it needs to be um but we can't we can't just like you know brush it off and say oh i don't like this i'm gonna go back to the way, way the way things were it never goes back to the way things were. Never. Never has, never. it never will. Nope, you cannot put toothpaste back in the tube. It is out. <laughs> it That's is right, out. I like that. <laughs> it's out and you gotta do something with it or whatever, yeah. It's, right, it's, it's, it doesn't be a mess. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so much, man. I mean, yeah, and just sort of the thought of how these things are gonna coalesce together and, and make new things that, or, new opportunities, new technologies, entire new businesses. Like I use the example of Lyft entire and Uber. Entire new right? businesses. Lyft and yes. Uber, billion dollar companies that are based on an app, right? That would not have been possible had it not been for smartphones, period, right? <laughs> you, you know, Matthew George Smith traveling the United States, visiting all 50 states would not have had the opportunity to do that. Maybe you could have, but it would have been no. much harder, you know, yeah. without without this technology. What technologies like that or what businesses like that 
are not even born yet that are going to be born based on this yes stuff. yes yeah. birth of new technology birth of new businesses all yeah. of that is coming the same way the iphone has given birth to so many different things it's going to change life as we know it i do feel this is like a, a pivotal moment and the fact that we are all here at the beginning of it is pretty amazing we'll be talking about this for a very long time so don't yeah. rush it off yeah because we know what happens when you do that just try to take it all in and start learning all over again and it's fun and exciting to to learn and then once you open your mind to things you start seeing other possibilities as well and that's really the exciting part yeah. what's possible once we embrace this new technology yeah yeah absolutely and we'll leave it right there that's that's a perfect note to end on um you know as we wrap this up where if people want to connect with you learn more you know become a student of matthew jordan smith where what's a good place for them to point their web browsers to they can find me on instagram um i'm there uh, very very uh engaged for sure i have a photography lighting course as well you can find me there at photographylightingcourse.com um and then of course my website matthewjordansmith.com not michael matthewjordansmith.com <laughs> yeah even i'm guilty of that right just the like how many how many people in the on the planet do you know with the first initial m and jordan smith as the last name so you're <laughs> I got a funny story. I received an award this year and they they made the trophy and they shipped it from the States to Japan and it arrived and it arrived with the wrong name on it. And I'm like, first I'm like, oh, wow, this is so beautiful. And I'm like, who is that? <laughs> was, it, was it Michael Jordan Smith on there? Yes, it was. Yes, yes. <laughs> Did you give it to him? You should have just gave it to him. <laughs> They said keep it, and I just threw it in the trash. You know, I'm like, I'm like, what can I do with this? This, is, right. this person doesn't exist, and right. then, of course they sent me the right one. But <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. See, I'm I'm lucky to have a, a boring name, Fred Johnson. There's only there there are no other Fred Johnsons in the world. <laughs> Fred Johnson not is like at all. Not John at all, Doe, John Smith, you know, Jose Rodriguez or something. That's, that's Fred Johnson right there. This is the most common I'm name. Smith. I'm a Smith, so I need to have Matthew Jordan Smith. You know, that's so. right. Yeah, that's why I go with Frederick Van Johnson because I'm a Johnson. Right. So, yeah. There you are. Absolutely. Same thing. Johnson Smith. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> How generic can you get? All right, man. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. You no, know, so thank much. You. This is uh, like this, speaking to you is always inspiring, and you know, it, it just sort of lights up synapses in the brain of the possibilities. You know, both photographically and future thinking. You are always working on something interesting. One of our previous interviews, you were working on a brand new art form. You know, over there, yes, we didn't even talk about that. And, yeah, and e e even that. Like I've been thinking about the AI and that, what will that bring about? Yeah. Who knows? Because uh -huh. I'm, I'm still working on that. We're working on turning it into a TV show, as a matter of fact. And we've been working on it so long, but it's like, wow, how can AI, because that's where my first thing I mind went to was that. How can AI change this? Maybe it's going to open a new door for it and make it more acceptable as well. Yeah. That's what's exciting the things that we've never seen before that didn't have a place 
or or an avenue to go through that now have like the iPhone has opened up doors. This new technology too is opening up doors to things that we didn't even imagine before. This is why it's so important to to embrace new technology and see it beyond what we can see. Think mm -hmm. about what's not possible that, that that this now makes possible mm -hmm. and how we can use that to our advantage to thrive more than we did before. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we're we're definitely gonna have to continue this conversation because the the technology, as we've you know, discussed here, is evolving rapidly and new tools are showing up every day that are doing different things. So as things show up and different things sort of reveal themselves, you and I'll have to jump back in here and do a uh, you know, what's up with AI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another another episode of What's Up with AI. It should be a whole podcast of just you know. I love that. I love yeah, that. Yeah, this week in AI. Bring it on. This week in AI. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a thing. today in AI. I like that. Today in AI. To, today in AI. Today. It's, it's moving so fast. Yeah. Tie. Oh, look at that. <laughs> tie. Hmm. That's there's something cool. there. Wow. <laughs> All uh, right. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Cool, man. We'll leave You're it right there. First. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what time is it there in Tokyo right now? As we record this, it's, it's 4 p.m. 9.15 in the morning, my time. Oh, wow. You are an early riser. This is That's what time I normally get up. <laughs> It's the time I should get up. Actually, no, no, no. I should be like, I'm only coming back from the gym around this time. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I got to shift that schedule. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, I brother. appreciate it's it. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Any, any time. We will continue this in the future. But until then, take care of yourself. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be in touch. I have some links to send you. I'll send those over and uh, we'll continue the conversation virtually. This is Twitter.